Hello and welcome to episode number nine of Confessions of a 20-something Father podcast. This is an independent parenting podcast that won't tell you how to raise your kids. Um, it's more the light-hearted trials and tribulations of being a parent. It's mainly following my story um, and journey of being a first-time father at the little age of 22. Um, I also share stories from my friends and listeners um, and cover topics and tackle um, issues to parents in this day and age in these uncertain times, especially in the UK at the moment. Um, but I mainly talk, talk absolute rubbish and try and have a laugh along the way with you guys. Um, once again, I've got to say, I'm absolutely blown away by the support I've had for this podcast as a whole. Um, we've now surpassed 1,200 listeners. I think on average between each, uh, each episode, it's like 150-something. Um, so really, thank big thank you to everyone that has listened to this so far. Um, that is, of course, correct, and hopefully it's gone to more, because it certainly can't go any less. Um, hopefully that's gone to more at the time of recording, which is today a very unpleasant and rainy day. So, I've also, I want to say before I get into it, I found a podcast called Sweat the Small Things, and guys, if you're listening, cover this, because this is one of the things that really annoys me, and it's quite a small thing, but it's also quite a big thing, um, it grinds my gears loads. Um, drivers that do 40 miles an hour on a 60, 70 mile an hour road, and um, then you go into a 30 mile an hour zone, and they still do 40 absolute idiots, like mindless idiots, really pisses me off, um, obviously it's 30 for a reason, you see all the things, if you hit someone at 30, it's a lot more likely to survive, so do that, just slow down, um, but also 60, it's 60 for a reason as well, we have places to be, and I cannot stand standing behind you, I'm all for going at the speed limits, but go at the speed limits, not below, I think people will actually be done for um, dangerous driving sometimes when they go too slow on major roads. Right, now that's off my uh, chest. This week, um, you'll notice there's no theme music. I've had a few problems with my laptops, um, and also was going to toy with the idea anyway. Um, so let me know if you think you prefer it, or if you think it's, uh, or if you think it needs it. Um, I'm just playing around with it, and just let me know. So, episode 9. So, obviously, uh, this was going to be called Not Episode 9, but then we're allowed episode titles in um, our Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts titles again now. Um, I can't be bothered to put them back in, so I'm going with it in the description. Um, but this, t- this episode is now titled uh, Scanniversary, because uh, today, the 2nd of March, when this uh, podcast is being recorded, uh, was the anniversary of our first scan of our beautiful, what would soon turn out, of our little baby bean that would fir- obviously turn out to be into our beautiful baby girl that... Um, I was sitting here talking about. Um, so that's my little inspiration for this episode, as because really, uh, when we went for that first scan, I never thought a year later I'd be sat here rumbling on about the last year or so in, in my life. Um, and also, it's, uh, at that scan date, it's really uh, hard to imagine what things will look like in the next year, because uh, like nine months at that point is such a long time away. Like to get through nine months is going to be, it seems like ages and really you're only sort of planning for that period of nine months the bit afterwards when they're born and stuff and being prepared for that beyond that any forward planning really doesn't come into your thoughts and goes out the window because it's just mental you don't know what's gonna be house like at this point we hadn't even thought about moving to a bigger house which obviously we needed to do and, and we did eventually do um but like yeah we hadn't even thought about that last scan date um which was which is so probably we're not prepared we're not we weren't the most prepared people uh partner joe's obviously had a had a child before my stepdaughter stephanie um 
but you know it's like just we were just so focused on getting to that scan date and pregnancy is all about little milestones as a lot of you will be aware little milestones like getting to that first scan date then the second scan date then first certain midwife appointments um obviously the first bit of pregnancy you have your first scan at 12 weeks and just getting through the getting to the 12 weeks obviously you get the excitement of your first scan as well as you get to it you tend to announce the pregnancy after that because you got the scan photo because everyone wants to see that as well and obviously the, the chance of um survival chance of miscarriage goes down dramatically from the first few weeks at 12 weeks it goes down every week which is also something you focus on each and every week within within pregnancy um so i can remember the day and the day the day and day before of our first scan so well because uh the day before it started snowing and i started my first day on board training when i was uh, on the railway um, i was on board training and we got fire as reading because uh, the snow was so bad in london they shut london station which is like unheard of and the snow was so bad down that way um it wasn't great <laughs> so we got like i was stood in reading for like two hours um waiting waiting to try and get home and um, they eventually sent us on the train back we saw it was supposed to go to newton abbott that day as well i'm very glad i didn't because the weather just got worse and i ended up staying i could have ended up having to stay in a hotel room down there and then not being able to get to the scan in the morning but obviously that was my first worry my first worry was oh, if it does snow really badly i've got a ford fiesta which is a, a tiny little car um, how am i going to get to a scan i've got a four-wheel drive if it snows and i thought oh, my i always play it down I'm like nah it's never going to snow it's not going to snow it won't snow bad enough it never does never as bad as they say it was so I'd been on a really early shift. I got up and I was at work at like five in the morning that day, uh, four or five in the morning. Literally got back to Bristol. It started snowing, but it wasn't um, terribly bad. 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 It wasn't terribly bad. Um, and, and it was sort of all right. Went to sleep, woke up uh, like four in the afternoon. I think I ended up waking up and the snow was just terribly deep. And we, me and Joe... And just sat there thinking, oh no, not now, any day, but today, like, right, tomorrow afternoon after being to the scan, brilliant, but we we're thinking, right, we're not going to be able to go, we're not going to be able to go, um, we thought, we'll just see how it is in the morning, it might just be this overnight, uh, it might melt away and be alright in the morning, no, <laughs> no, it had got even worse, like, it got so bad, um, Overnight is really bad, and we thought, right, we'll try to get onto the main roads because they're normally gritted, um, and if they are, we'll we should be able to get onto get to the get to the motorway. We'll go down the motorway rather than the back roads. That'll all be gritted, and we'll, we'll try and get there. If it's any point unsafe, we'll turn back. Whatever, um, but we'd make that decision very quickly, as I've talked about uh, before on this podcast. So, <laughs> um, we managed to get out. We getting the car out was a nightmare. And we just thinking, Christ, and we had to have people push us out. Um, it stuck on a snow mound, um, and it was a nightmare. And the only thing that was really bad after we got onto the main roads really was snow drifts, because um, the wind had picked it all up, and it was the the drifts were um, terribly, terribly bad. So that was the only f- issue we really, really faced um to start off with uh but it was just like typical isn't it you tr- you look forward to something so much and uh sometimes they don't let you have another scan if you miss that scan so we'd like oh we're gonna announce it we were gonna announce it anyway because we'd waited so long to announce the pregnancy like you waited 12 weeks which is ages is that that 12 weeks absolutely drags doesn't it like anyone that's been pregnant you know it absolutely drags um, but we made it to the scan, and I I, <laughs> I did some naughty driving around the um round round the car park. Sort of drifted the car a few times, once quite accidentally. Another one wasn't, but I, I grew up a little bit and stopped doing that after a while. After Joe's stern words, like "Here, stop it, stop it, don't do that, don't do that." Um, so we got it, and really, it was the most amazing experience ever to get in there and, and see the baby, baby little bean, for the first time, which is soon going to be a baby. Um, 
and yeah, it was really amazing. Like I started welling up a little bit, a little bit sort of a little tear came out, um, and it sort of like it became it becomes a little bit more real then. I think as well, we had already seen it, but it was like a little apple seed. Um, seen it and literally at that point it becomes a lot more real and i got a lot i got a lot more excited about the planning for the pregnancy um and it was we were really looking forward to it um <laughs> it snowed uh, it's the one time i think i've least enjoyed the snow in my life uh, but we got to announce it and then i, I went to the pub uh, typically to wet baby's head uh, not to wet the baby's head to, to congratulate uh, my everyone congratulated me for the baby and got rather drunk um which is one thing <laughs> with pregnancy. Uh, when you see people who first announce it, you get a lot of drinks to start off with, and it's bloody amazing. Um, and then after you have the baby, you get even more drinks again. So that uh, was one of my favourite things of pregnancy and having a baby, it has to be said, was was having um, <laughs> was having all those beers. But yeah, it's mental. You sit here a year later now, and you see the scan photo. So it came up on my Facebook memories. I saw the scan photo of the Connie, Connie uh, well obviously obviously what we now know is Connie um and we look at looked at it next to it I think I posted a photo on my Facebook I posted it on the confessions Facebook Twitter and Instagrams um and it's like yeah she's changed a bit in the changed a bit in a year and she really like it's mental and you can see oh that's her head like you try a little thing she looks nothing like her <laughs> absolutely nothing whatsoever um, but you try and find little uh, similarities there I suppose um and yeah, <laughs> she changed it. And yeah, and you don't really, when you, I, I can't explain it. You can't sit there at that first scan and go, oh, I know we're going to have a baby. I know what's going to be like in here. You picture what it's going to be like in here. Because one, you don't know what the sex is going to be. Um, and literally the, the first nine months is all, that nine months period is all you're going to focus on. But it is mental that I'm sitting here now just talking about my experiences in, in the last year uh, with the baby. And I'm sat here with, with her now. Um, do you want to talk? <laughs> she can't talk yet. In case you haven't wondered, she is only... Uh, six, nearly seven months old. Uh, six, cool. Sorry, oh, I, I find it funny when I see the um, waves going on record. Cause you didn't get it on the other app I used on my iPhone, and now I'm using the mic to do it. Um, I don't know how this one sounds because I'm not using my mic sound because um, I'm not. I'm, I'm sat in my room doing it rather than in the front room because it's the only peace and quiet I could get. Um, so I'm holding it because I had nothing to clamp it to. I really regret not getting the floor mic now. Yeah, uh, silly Kieran, silly, silly Kieran. Right. <laughs> so um, nine months in pregnancy is a long time, and you do get some fairly funny stories from it. Um, for those of you that haven't listened to the first episode, it's a, it's a thing that I really want to repeat uh, because the first episode sound quality was obviously quite bad, and some people might not have listened to it and might only be joining us from now. So those of you who haven't heard it, there's a story. Um, not long after we went for the first scan, Joe had her first real little meltdown um, with with the bait with pregnancy, and she felt like she uh, was huge. And she sat there crying on the bed, and I'm trying to comfort her. And she's going, "I feel like a whale. Oh, I feel massive. I feel like a whale." And I'm going, "Babe, babe, babe, it's fine. It's fine. You don't look like a whale. You're not that big yet. <laughs> yet was uh, not that big yet." I was like, "I put something on to calm you down." she's gone out being a whale and we've got an amazon alexa um so i've gone alexa play whale sounds oh god is that so i can be in my natural habitat sadly for me i then burst out laughing because <laughs> i thought it was funny um and yeah i never made that mistake but what, why didn't i say dolphins come on like why didn't i say dolphins because they're not massive they're cute they're cuddly um and uh, what really reminded me of watching that story i, I watched finding nemo uh today and <laughs> the shark's gone about the dolphins in that um so yeah that's quite funny 
<laughs> so yeah, those you haven't. That, that's probably like one of the funniest stories in pregnancy. Um, it's difficult. Like pregnancies, like for it's like a time in the women's life where they sometimes don't feel like they need to be um all glamorous and stuff because by the end of it you're, you're really not uh, glamorous and there was one time i think just before our first gun we had a little bit of a scare with blood and stuff <laughs> and um <laughs> we had a little bit of scare with blood and stuff um and it luckily it, it was nothing to worry about let's just get to that but um <laughs> we get in we get into the scan room and they just wanted um they, they gave joe some tissue because they were like right you have to take trousers off because they had to do an internal um scan because the baby is so little they wouldn't pick it up um they had to do an external stamp so they've got to put it up the vagina I said the word, woo. Um, they got to put it up the vagina. Um, sorry, guys. And <laughs> she just got there. They put the tissues, so she put it over her legs, so you can't really see the vagina. Try and give herself some decency. But she's already had a child, and as I say, all, res- all decency and respect really goes out the window in pregnancy. So <laughs> she just sat there with her vagina out, um, and the w- woman opened the curtain and was like, oh, um, no, that, put that tissue over you. <laughs> and I was absolutely creasing. Um, I was just like, oh, and she was like, I've had a kid, it doesn't really matter, and she wasn't really bothered, and I, that's commendable. I wish I could be that confident with my body parts, and I think men would be if we were, if we had to if we had to give birth, which um, I think we always joked about, and I think I always joked about up until a point I witnessed birth, and like, oh, it's getting more painful than getting, uh, ball, getting, getting kicked in the balls is more painful. To a certain degree, yes. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. To a certain, de- certain degree, yes, because it can happen at any time. Childbirth, at least, would only happen once every nine months, in theory. But after seeing it, it is quite, it looks quite painful, and I don't fancy doing that. And when you see that head come out, it stretches. <laughs> oh boy, it stretches. And I, I think I'd, I'd never said I was going to go down that end, but I was so interested by it all. Um, and I feel I could be, be a mid man now. Um, so, yeah, that was uh, very something I, I'd obviously said I wasn't going to do. Um, but I did. Um, and I'm very glad I did. I'm very glad I did. I heard people that didn't do it, and I, I feel like I connected with that, and I, I've got a lot more respect for that now. Now, and I think it is something I'll witness once in my lifetime. We have another baby. I don't think I could be going down that end. I say that now. I probably wouldn't end up doing it. Um, but I think I'll just go stick to watching a film in the corner for the majority of it. Because um, <laughs> I think that's the best thing. But I think we should invent some sort of drug for dads to have to for pain relief when they're getting their fingers cracked by their wives. Because that, uh, in case you've missed ever missed one of my facts, that is one of the most painful things to ever happen uh, not most painful thing, sorry, I've said that wrong. Um, it's the most common cause of broken fingers is pregnancy in labour. Um, the most com- common cause of falling down the stairs by accident, by i.e. being pushed by your partner, is calling her a whale very early in the pregnancy. I, I didn't call her a whale, did I, though? Let's face things. Um, <laughs> so that's, yeah. So that's, my, that's some some little stories for, from the nine months. I, I've covered a lot of the story of the pregnancy in the in the first um, episode. And I don't, I'm obviously quite conscious of going over old ground. Um, I don't think I covered that first scan, that, that really first scan story where she was out with her thing. So, yeah, that's that's a new one so some new content um for you all so i think uh, a parenting thing that i found that we found that's brilliant um this week a newbie nibbler a nibbler uh, for babies basically it's like a little net thing um, it's in the shape of like a pacifier dummy dummy pacifier i've gone american then sorry that's why america list american listeners um they're out there they've got quite a few as well that's mental um 
<laughs> I've lost my train of thought now. This happens quite a lot, if you know. Um, I do tend to lose my my train of thought uh, more often than not. Um, so it's newbie nibbler, and you can put like whole foods inside of there. Um, and it's easiest because obviously they don't choke, and they learn how to like sort of feed, and they learn textures. Her face is she's poured to it, brilliant. Put strawberries and stuff in it, um, and it's it's really good actually. And it's something different for them to nibble on. It's a good way to get them a healthy treat and stuff. Because obviously we've moved on to whole foods now, um, proper food solids. Um, and let me tell you. Weetabix, I don't know, right, Weetabix is the worst thing to wipe from baby sick nappy, whatever, because it sticks to their face when you're feeding it to them, but when it comes out in a nappy, it doesn't quite digest, like it, I don't know how, I don't look at my own shit, um, but in a baby, when it comes out as poo, um, it just sticks to everything on them, and it's, gee, you're there for so long wiping them, and I was there wiping them the other day, and she's, by the time I'd finished wiping it, she'd had another wee in there, so I was wiping again, I think I must have gone through like half a pack of baby wipes um, during that period, which yeah, is expensive, that, that's one thing as well, you, you sit there, um, go back to sort of the scanniversary, you sit there, um, and you, you you get told babies are expensive, and you hear the thing, you spend about three grand in the first year of the baby's life, which I think we've probably spent more uh, between everyone you know, but parents typically do that. Um, and we, luckily, loads of people bought us loads of wipes, loads of nappies and stuff, and it's now, we've only ran out a few months ago, and they started changing size and stuff, and we only ran out of wipes very recently, but it's how expensive they are. Oh, I luckily, found some good, we found some good deals on Amazon for them, but everything's so expensive for a baby. Um, so I'd throw a quarter to that wind when you're thinking about it at um, your first scan start saving up then just for wipes and stuff have a little pot for wipes and nappies and stuff because you've got to buy them um, and it would just be easier for you at the time um, so that's a little parenting tip I've got but let me tell you the, these first sort of uh, six months with the baby with her have been absolutely amazing and I wouldn't change it for the world um, one advice for your second scan as well if you don't if you both can agree not to find the sex out, don't, because it's one thing that keeps us go- keeps you going through pregnancy. We didn't really know, and as I say, we had a few curveballs thrown at us, and it really keeps that experience of pregnancy going. And when you get when you when your partner's in labour, and I think it was the same for Joe, when when you're in labour, it's something that keeps you going because you can be in labour for up to twelve hours. Sometimes some people, luckily, we had a quick one, but it still kept her going for that time. It is a painful experience. It's draining. It's tiring for you both, but you've got that reward at the end of it. Even if you know the sex you have as well, um, and that's one thing. And one thing that really scared me at this point still was labour um, and I think the thing that panicked me the most would be what would happen if she went into labour middle of the night we got to try and rush to get into hospital luckily I well, I didn't have to go through that we had an experience and test run of it before yeah buzzing but you got to <laughs> you got to time it perfectly because if you're not far enough gone they'll send you home and we live like 40 minutes away from the hospital so that would have been impractical by the time we got home we'd be coming back again she'd probably given birth in the car and I'd probably have delivered it and at that point I wouldn't know what to do um, we'd probably taken my mum with us um, and that's also one thing as well Joe said originally she wanted to have our mum my mum with us um, and family members with us now again I know in some religious in some cultures and stuff um, it is fine to have um, it's what you what you want having certain members of the family but if you can um, if you got if you think a mother or a father because my mum's first grandchild just do it the two of you because it is something the two of you really need to do my, my mum came up to hospital as soon as she could after Connie was born um, but really it is something that just needs to the whole birth and um, immediate parts after is just something you need to experience uh, experience just you two just you and your partner um, and that uh, it just makes it more magical you have a midwife and there's enough people about anyway and it, it's a piece of advice one of my friends gave to me and it re- 
I really appreciated that now, and it re- really got on board of it. Um, and it was I really got on board, but it really actually looking back on it was was one of the most sound pieces um, of advice ever. So that's just a little bit on the scan anniversary and the scan of the babies it's probably been one of the most boring <laughs> ones but hopefully you'll enjoy that so i've got some listener um, stuff to go through i've got to try and find it back up on facebook now um but i thanks to charlie crane nick McEwen, uh joe webb myself obviously um danny d from twitter instagram facebook all these people that have contributed to stuff as well um so far and that's going to be coming this episode so i have come unprepared and not unlocked my own facebook page also you'll see our announcements tuesdays the new sundays um yeah, you'll see that by this point because I'm planning to announce it on Sunday. Tuesdays are the new Sundays. Tuesdays are a new release date. Um, Sundays were the previous one. I thought it was quite funny. <laughs> People may have done. Um, so Tuesdays are the new Sundays. So we'll be releasing every Tuesday around about 6 o'clock uh, UK time. I can't promise I can always <laughs> remember to upload it, but I'm trying to upload it a few days before because I'm recording them on the weekends. Um, so I've got to find the post I asked for people's opinions of this. So basically what stemmed this post was um, on a Friday after work, um, you know you're a parent when. So this is what this section is going to be about and this is what I wanted to get this extra about. You know you're a parent when. And my one was you're hunting around some German supermarkets it rhymes with idol. It, it rhymes with idol. Uh, you're hunting around some German supermarkets. They're like discount stores for those of you that don't know what they are. Um, running around. So you're hunting around uh, some German supermarkets for nappies on a Friday night after work instead of having to a beer garden on what was a sunny, warm day. So, and that was, <laughs> I was just like, that was my Friday night. And I was so happy to find some nappies. 98 nappies in a box for £4.00. Uh, 48 or something my mum had bought some for us like a 30 pack of nappies cost uh, her like four pounds something for like 30 nappies so i was winning there um so on this one uh i think oh, i've got time for a few so my mum was um and this, so my mum was when you're happy to walk around and uh, sorry nicky McEwen as well which is my mum um you're happy to walk around with someone else's body fluids over your back front and in your hair and yes i can vouch for this actually today because collie was sick on my shoulder i didn't realize and i've been walking around all, all morning and i've been out to the shop and stuff like that and <laughs> no one's pointed it out to me and as I said before, if you see a parent it was a clean top on just before I went out literally for 10 minutes and you do see a parent from the soldier, uh, thank you for the people that didn't mention it because it's just, it just doesn't need mention until you notice it because um, once you notice it you feel like you've got to change the top I, I haven't yet so that's all a good thing um, and obviously one thing that someone said, when your life becomes insufficient and someone else's matters more which is obviously very true as well because nothing matters more than my daughter's life now and it is our lives are for our children now so um yeah definitely definitely right on that one um and another one which i can vouch for and this is from charlie crane when you get to work thinking you look really smart where in reality your shoulder and thighs are covered in your kids breakfast and snot and also sick so that's a common theme you know when you've got sick all over you um, so thank you for people getting involved into that one um i really appreciate it if you do have any more stories or anything to share uh, please do give me a shout uh, i think that's we've come to an end 
on this one now um so thank you again once more for listening please uh share subscribe to it you can subscribe to it on overcast itunes spotify uh soundcloud you can follow me uh please leave a review um you can leave it on you can leave a review on soundcloud uh, through a way of a comment you can leave one on facebook uh give, tweet me one as well um and you can also give me some comments in instagram give me some feedback if you've got any um and you can also uh review on itunes and subscribe to itunes on itunes as well and you get notified when a new episode is available i'll see you again very shortly and as this is going out on a tuesday happy pancake day um <laughs> i not managed to get this out on tuesday not the day before it would look silly or like the wednesday after but happy pancake day um i might do a little episode explaining it so all oh, right i'm gonna have to exp- no i'm not gonna go there please like share subscribe review and do everything you can and hopefully we can get to another and let's celebrate another thousand listeners very soon thank you all so much for listening good night goodbye stop recording Oh crap, I've pressed the wrong button. (laughs) Thank you very much, goodbye.